Max, what are your thoughts on King Charles, not the monarch, on Gail King and Charles Barkley's new show on CNN? I really haven't seen enough of it to really judge it. I think that sometimes we're trying to put Charles Barkley in roles that maybe he, he looks might, a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that he might not be as, as comfortable. I think that he is an excellent basketball analyst. Uh, but now you and, – and then he does he, – he's very opinionated. But we're looking for the next day. And I'm not, I'm not as much a fan on that base with Charles. It is, it's definitely a little awkward. I, I know you were close with Gail and Charles, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious on, on what you're taking Why do you say I'm close with Gail? Because I went out with her one time? You just love that story, don't you? I love that story. Uh, Everybody, Cornbread was dating. I did <laughs> not. I, I went out on a dinner date with Gail, and Nick, Nick, Nick says I, I made him a made a mistake when I put her on the train coming back home. <laughs> I didn't pick, take a limo. Yeah, what were you thinking? Uh, what year was that? I'm like? a man of the people. You are. Yeah, man, you rode the T for hours. I, I got a trolley car. Look, you got your trolley girl, you're no different than me. <laughs> you ain't no different than me, girl. No. When was that? I don't even know. It's just, it's, the 90s or 2000s? No, it seemed like eons ago. I know Paul Pierce and Doc Rivers were still around at that time. So it had to be like 13. Yeah, because I think there. one time she was talking to Doc on the phone and I was walking by and she was like, is a. Uh, Cedric Maxwell still working with you guys? <laughs> that is just classic wow. Max. Classic wow. Max. All right, Max, we're going to move on. We're just going to go rapid fire here. Good. January 17th, 1979. Um, you scored 35 points against the Kansas City Kings. You remember mm-hmm. that game? Yeah, I do. Tell me about it. Uh, Tiny well, on that team? I don't know if Tiny was on that team. All I remember is Red Arback. Send me after the game, and I think we lost that game. Did we lose? I think we lost that game. I think you did. And I remember Red Arback coming to the dressing room and telling me, he said, uh, you score. I'm already laughing because <laughs> I know it's going to yeah, be Yeah, he said. Ahead. What he, did he say? He said, you, he said, you scored eight points tonight. Eight oh, points. This is classic. What kind of new math is this? That's score eight points in 35. <laughs> no, wait, let's set it up. Hold on a minute. So you're – a 21-year-old rookie. I am, I am maybe 22. It's my second year in the league. I'm starting to average a bunch. 20 points a game. Yeah. He said, yeah, you did score 35. But your man, Scott Whitman, that you were guarding, <laughs> scored 28. <laughs> that is actually pretty so good. So he's like, this is where you. <laughs> so what do you? how do you re- reply to Red Auerbach when he well, says something? Well, none of How do you insult someone? Like, you have the game of your life. Look, Red <laughs> is. No. No, Red has always Red has been that guy's always insulted me anyway. In that, and me even in, even the time when they had my uh, my my jersey retired, you he know, did that? yeah, Red Arback said to me in front of everybody, he said, not at the not at the, the guard. microphone, yeah, at the microphone, at the mic. He said, he looked at me and said, "You're a pretty good player. You're a pretty good player." He said, "But you're not. You weren't a Paul Silas on the mic on the mic. You guys got to go back and get it, find it." And oh, I, I have it, but I don't have where he's speaking. I just yeah. have Tommy and the banner no, going up, yeah, and you yeah. with the ball boy. You yeah, and the ball boy are yeah. putting the banner up. That's he not said the, that on the that's mic. Not the, that's not the ball boy. Who is that? The the kid that went. Yeah. Of, his dad bought that particular thing. I was at a charity event, and 
it was the the bidding got up to like fifteen, sixteen thousand. I thought it was gonna be two thousand. I said, the person who, you know, bids the most money, they can have their son or their daughter beside me at the uh, when them raising my <laughs> Your whole jersey. family was pissed at you. <laughs> oh, no, my son was pissed at me. Like, Dad Who's that guy? Who is that white kid? <laughs> white like, kid. Yeah, I said, uh, that white kid's dad paid eighteen thousand dollars for that privilege. So that was it was a it was a it was a fun night. Um, it was a chaotic night, but at the same time, um, I just remember just forgetting stuff. Like uh, you know, I I said something about my two uh, former yeah. broad, broadcast partners, and I didn't say nothing about my present brother, broadcast. And, your brother too. and my brother was there, <laughs> Sean Sean Grandy, my broadcast partner at the present that time. Said you didn't even say anything about me. I said Sean. Were you nervous? Sean, don't worry about it. Were you and nervous? No, I wasn't nervous. It's like I was about to say something about him, and somebody said something. My fraternity brother said something up in the stands. I acknowledged him, and I forgot to say something about my brother. But here's the thing I said at the very end of that conversation, end of this speech I, I gave. I said, and this is for all the people who love me, thank you. Well, then you included everybody. You were safe. But my brother said I didn't mention his name. I got to go back and to And Sean Grandy said I didn't mention What does name. Paul Silas have to do with you at all? I, Paul I Sil- know he loved Paul Silas. Paul Silas was a stand-up bearer for what Red felt. Red that Paul, loved yeah, Paul he loved Silas. Paul, he loved Paul Silas. And then they but traded then, him away. But then Paul Silas, no. Paul Silas didn't get traded away. I think Paul got Silas sold. got No, he got a free agent deal. And he left Boston because they didn't want to pay him the money that somebody else stepped up to pay him. I know when he left, that's when Red was going to leave. Remember, he had a temper mm-hmm. tantrum because of John Y. Brown or whatever. Were you, mm-hmm. Did you know John Y. Brown? Yeah, I was on John, was... John Y. Brown and uh, his wife at the time was Phyllis. Somebody. She loved Bob McAdoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob McAdoo. <laughs> My boy, McAdoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... He's, uh, that, that's, that's great. I never heard that story. Okay. That's a definite okay. keeper. Hey, NBA history fans, quick timeout. Let's talk meals. Not just any meals, but factors ready to eat. Chef crafted the lights that make healthy eating effortless. Whether you're celebrating a classic game or a full court press with your schedule, factors got your back with over 35 weekly options that cater to all from keto to vegan. Imagine gourmet meals ready in time. It takes to set up a play. There's no prep. There's no mess. Just pure, nutritious deliciousness that beats takeout on cost and quality. And with Factor, flexibility is the key. Choose your meals, adjust on the fly, and never worry about your next healthy bite. Here's the game changer. Head to factormeals.com slash boomertakes50. Use the code boomertakes50 for 50% off your first box. And yes, you heard that right. This is the History Channel. We are boomers. It's Boomer Takes 50. That's half price for premium, dietitian approved meals that fit your busy, hoops-loving lifestyle. Don't let mealtime steal your time. With Factor, you are always ready to play. Check out factormeals.com slash boomertakes50. Use that code boomertakes50. Now back to the show. And remember, great nutrition is part of any winning strategy. What was the story with Curtis Rowe and Sidney Wicks? Why did they become so villainous here? Um, because they didn't fit the work ethic of what the Celtics were like. But you um, did. They they came in with, 
you see Sydney and Curtis, they, they had leather jackets on. One Sydney had on a green one, somebody had on a a pink one. It was just they really were weird, right? they were just they 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 were fashion conscious from the West Coast. UCLA, right? UCLA, Sunshine. But you loved them, that. didn't you? you I, love, I, had, I, I did. I had a good time with them. Which one said about the checks? What did they say? I was. Uh, this is classic. I want to say, say that probably was uh, Curtis Rose said it. What did he say? And after the game, we, the lost, we lost the game, he said. And I was kind of down. He said, Rick, there ain't no W's and L's on them checks. That uh, is. I just said, That has okay. become emblematic of front runners right like not coming through and winning right but they had great careers before coming here didn't they yeah yeah both guys were all-stars they were all-stars i mean you had at that that year we had it was at least seven guys who had made the all-star team and you think of it oh you had you think you think there were at least about five hall of famers they being yep havlicek jojo cowens jojo yeah Jojo Cowens, yeah. Um, who else? Was, somebody else was a was a Hall of Famer up in there. Tiny, uh, Tiny wasn't with us. Tiny, was, but there was four guys who were on the Hall of Fame team at that that time. And then Charlie Scott was an All Star. Yeah. Had been an All Star. And Curtis and Sydney were All Stars. They come off the bench. Uh, no, uh, Curtis came off the bench. Sydney. Was was starting that powerful, and then they 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 kind of flew the coop when when the the the, the changed over to Larry or like did they cut them? Or no, they they fitch, they end up they end up cutting cutting up. Uh, Sydney was already gone, uh, but uh, Bill wanted to come in and and show dominance, so I'm sure he came in with the mindset of saying, "Look, I'm a cut Curtis, someone who's just and, I'm, and what I'm gonna do is by cutting Curtis." I'm Pistol Pete a, was on that team. I'm Pistol a, Pete was the other Hall of Famer. Yeah, 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 but no, Pete wasn't there the first year. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't there. He, there he, yeah, he was yeah. there. So yeah, so when when he cut Curtis that year, that was sending a message to me. That was a message like, okay, well, you need to get in line. Were you out of line? Because I mean, you just really, come off a career season. I know it was a bad team. But. I really wasn't out of line. I just, you know, I played my game, but. I mean, there was some comments. I mean, Bob Ryan had, had Bob some has. comments like, yeah, look, look, you know, Maxwell had a great offensive season. And then the the year before that, he had said, look, I, give the ball to Maxwell and yes. let him make let as him many mistakes as he, yeah. he wants, and we're going to grow with him. That's the that's the future of the power yep. forward right yep. now for the Celtics. So, so that worked out. But then I had that year, and he turned around and said, I'm not sure if he wasn't been spoiled and tainted by, you know, the guys who were Sidney and Curtis. So Sidney was gone, but Curtis was there, and they were going to cut Curtis to kind of snap me in line. Well, whether you needed it or not, you snapped in line because you won the MVP the next year, right? And then won MVP of Game 7 in 84. I mean, it kind of worked out well. If, if you hadn't – this is another fan question. If you hadn't gotten – traded if all the drama didn't happen this is one of your favorite questions i've asked it many times but yes, it, is, it is a common question asked of me actually mm-hmm. to ask you um would you have come off the bench watch this watch how simple this is yes you, Do you see what you see what clay thompson's doing that's what i same wanted thing. It, yeah same yeah. thing i didn't have but they wanted to make it clear 
that Kevin did not have anything around him that was going to threaten him, and they wanted Kevin to be that person. And I could appreciate that. Uh, if they wanted to make a trade, I understood that. Uh, he was and, just so vocal about how much you, close you guys were and what a mentor you were for it, him. I, I it really did. I, I did, but that wasn't the way they felt. They felt like I was going to poison. They being Red, Jan. Probably Red, powers. Dan, Jan, probably Larry, you know, probably felt at that time that, you know, when I got hurt, um, I did not know how to be hurt. And what I mean by that is that most guys walk around, hold my knee or my back, and you know what? Yeah, you're I'm fun. I'm still just, you know, I'm I'm living life. I'm in the NBA. I just come off a championship, and you know, because I got hurt, I did not know how to move around. I did not know how to say, "Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I can't." I'm still laughing, and that and that was my fault because I did not know how. Yeah, I did I mean, not. That was the way you handled. I the, did the, not the, know. The I did not know how that translated to them until after essentially I left. And really many years later, right? Yeah. Until, you know, till I read stories about, you know, how Larry said he felt or or how, you know, other people might have felt in the organization. But um to question my integrity. That's the worst. That was that was the that was the worst. That, that was by far the worst because you know, I won two championships with these guys, busting my ass. And I love when people say, Sean and I were talking about this the other day. He was like, well, this was, 1986 was the greatest team ever. Mm -hmm. I said, Sean, they won one championship. He goes, well, you, well it doesn't make it. No, it does. It does make it. How in, many would you have won if you stayed coming off the bench? Because let's set it up a moment. Bill Walton, Hall of Famer, had a great 86. The trade happened for... That you actually, you had to sign. You had a no trade clause or something, right? Okay, so you sign off on the trade. Everybody's happy. Walton comes in. Then he gets injured for the and plays like through five games the next three seasons. Mm -hmm. You went on to play for L.A. and then for Houston. Clearly, you had another four or five years left in you if that knee rehab correctly. Mm -hmm. I, I I will say it, and you could disagree. I think uh, eighty. You would have won two straight. Eighty six, eighty seven. You might have won 88, too. Well, it's, it's a possibility that good things could have happened, but they wanted, at that time, they wanted to clear the organization of all the riffraff, refuge. They wanted to get rid of all Gerald that. Gerald got dished And, and yeah, they right? went. Gerald was traded the year before that in 1985. Right after he won his championship because, same reason, they wanted to play. They wanted to play Danny, right? And so they moved. They moved Gerald to uh, Seattle, and that's when they got their first round pick for Len. For Len Bias, and Len Bias, obviously, we know the story. He never Back played. Back then, were you were you guys like aware of the fact that you would have a number one pick coming if you won the like? Did you guys did, did you see that? We that know, deal we, know, we never talked. We never talked about it. I remember sometimes management they talked about it a little bit more. I remember they were trying to get. Uh, Myself and ML, when the Celtics have the number one pick, to go down to um, uh, Washington. They wanted to go down to Virginia and see, uh, Ralph? Uh, and see Ralph. With the 
the they wanted to, yeah, they wanted. You got to tell this story. That they wanted us to go. This I, is a great story. I, I didn't. I didn't have. I wasn't in, involved in in it. But supposedly they went down to Washington. Ralph tells the story. They went down there with a million dollars. Matter of yeah. fact, it was on my podcast. It was on your pod- my on podcast. Many yeah, we have that. Yeah. News. And, but they went down and had that money, and uh, and supposed hey, come on out. And, and, and Ralph said, what's the hurry? I'm still going to be number one pick. And I enjoyed, enjoyed school, so he decided to so come back. So you said no, of course. You didn't go. Oh, no. That was way too I'm not would going not to, go down there. I'm not going to <laughs> beg no kid to take a million dollars. Hell no. <laughs> oh, God. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's a tournament season or the fight for a playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Testing my skills on Prize Picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. Prize Picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Download the app today and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Use the code CLNS for the first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right, I got a couple more here, Max. Tell the story about uh, Jason Tatum and Tommy Heinsohn and Tatum seeing the 30 for 30. Well, more more was just Jason Tatum. Yeah, but Tommy and was doing an interview with Tatum, and Tommy. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Have no, you? no, no. It wasn't it wasn't that, that part you saying that Jason Tatum said he didn't know who I was and then no, Jason Tatum actually came on the After, court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the court uh, before a pregame, and he started screaming like cornbread, cornbread. I was like, what's wrong? Oh, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> he goes, looked at me, going, man. I saw that 30 for 30. You were a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. He said, I saw it twice. I've been telling the young people here they got to see that 30 said for twice. 30. So that was, yeah, the 30 for 30. It was, and and that was uh, some really good footage talking about the, the Celtics Lakers rivalry. And I happened to be in a very pivotal, pivotal. point in, in that uh, whole thing. Max, uh, the f- last year before Philadelphia, Game seven, mm-hmm. where everybody loves to say Tatum's not clutch, but he's had some really clutch performances. But you added a word of encouragement for him. Is remember that as you, he was walking out of the tunnel? I tell that that's a good. Thing. I just said that you know before the game, uh, one of his guys told me said you know say a little something to, to Tatum about you know. So I said I walked up and I said you got to be you're the best motherfucker out here. You're the best motherfucker. And what do you say? And he just looked at me and smiled. And after the game, he walked off the floor. He was acknowledging all the fans, he and then he pointed at me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a really, it was a real cool moment that, you know, I haven't had a connection like that since Paul Pierce. That and, team you and were that, very that close team. with, right? Yeah, because I was closer in age. Closer to in them. age, even back then. But back then, were you closer with all the players? Yeah, even before yeah. Paul and like the the losing yeah. teams. Because we, you know, I was closer in age, and I I hadn't been out the league no more than five or six years, so it really, you know, was more knowledge. Right now, most of these guys weren't even born when, you know, I started to play. Oh, yeah, no, no, they definitely weren't. So, Max, what's the difference, like, 
with the with the organization. And I, I listen. I know your your work for the Celtics. You can't. You gotta. Yeah, you'll be honest anyway. But like, the, the organization, the game presentation, everything's really really changed. Is it any? Is there any feeling today that you had back in the day, like when it was ran by Red and? Mm -mm. and no, it's really good. It's completely, it completely, completely different? different. It's like Red Arbeck. They were talking about, you know, the Celtics have their dance team now. Red Arbeck said, oh, <laughs> I'm over my dead body. And it was. Like he died. They literally <laughs> died before they first came on. Like, the next night, the, they had cheerleaders the, ready to go, like, dancers. Damn. <laughs> I was thinking of you. Uh, I was at the game, of the, the Philadelphia game, in your seats, and thank you, and uh, – they were pumping the the jumbotrons, and I know I'm getting older, but so friggin' loud. And I'm thinking about you. Oh, um, no, no question. Like you were gonna write an op-ed in the Globe and everything. You've been so ag agitated. About agitated it. about the people who come to the games now, but and I, I'm that old man. Yeah, we're, get we're off my lawn. Now. But oh my God, is but it's every sport. It is every sport. Every sport. You you have an opportunity to be on Sports Center if you do something stupid. Or with a sign, or or be on the jumbotron. But they and, don't watch the game. Yeah, they no, don't watch the no, game. No, no. So, so, but the Celtic fan base, I think, was probably one of the most knowledgeable yes, fan base yes. out there. So, so, and and, and yeah. there's also like, I mean, listen, I've I've sat in the cheap seats at the Garden. I've mm -hmm. sat in the expensive seats. I've sat in the media section. TD Garden is probably one of the only places where, yeah, the corporate seats get a little tame, but there's still some raucousness there. They all know basketball, mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah. You know what shocked me being being there? And, and I mean, I've, I've been to more games this year because I'm not covering the team, so I'm going as a fan. I get to look at the bench. They all, like, they have handlers of players. Well, Nick, you have enough coaches. Oh, my God. I mean, when there was, there, was, there was an assistant coach when I played, and then there was a the head coach. And then there was a the trainer. Ray the trainer did everything. Trainer got the tickets for the plane. Trainer taped your ankles. The system goes pretty much. Francis did, did a lot, didn't he? Francis did. <laughs> He'd go get the Big that. Mac. Well, the <laughs> thing about the and, – and the players were, you know – I think the assistant coach essentially was like a data boy. Yeah. You know, come on, man. Get, yeah, get together. So, I mean, <laughs> so the game and, and all that's so different now. Do you recognize it at all? I know it's a basketball. Would, <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you be able to shoot threes if you played today? How many did you make? You ever make a few bad I made one. One, yeah. One. And that was uh, the Jason Tatum story. It's, I think 40 years ago or 30 years ago, 35 years ago, that's what it was. The celebration was um, show the stat sheet, and the Celtics attempted one three for the entire game. And that three, I made it. <laughs> and boy, Jason Tatum, he found that out. He, he said, did? I did not He's like, oh, wait a minute. How is that it's even mad. possible? Yeah, as a single, how is that possible that y'all only attempt at one three? I said that's how the game was played. That's how it was played. Played. All right, we're almost done, Max. We're gonna do a little. Uh, what would you rather? So, who would you rather? Who would you rather? Dennis Johnson or Kyrie Irving? Rather what? Player. Oh, okay. I didn't know you. Rather like dancer. What? I mean, uh, like <laughs> what, what? Player. Um, Dennis Johnson overall. Why? Uh, much better defender. Said enough. Much better defender, bigger. As a GM, Danny Ainge or Red Auerbach? Red had the best deals. 
Yep. I mean, you can say Danny and Danny, but Danny was ruthless and Danny would make deals, but Red had the best deals. He had the, he had the greatest deal one to get Bill, Bill Russell, Russell, but then the other one to get Larry Bird. Well, Larry Bird, but then you go from there. You say Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish. Absolutely. Came to the scene because of Joe Barry Carroll. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, how do you, how do you go Although past Although Jan that? Volk claims credit for that. And so does Bill Fitch. He's care. dead now. I don't care who claims credit. It's, under it's still watch. under his watch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Bob McAdoo or Jalen Brown? Bob's going to see this. No, I'm just kidding. That's my man. That's my man, Bob. I would I would have to go with. Um, do their games resemble each other at all? They do. They do. They do with the ability. Yep. To shoot. Bob was pro- Bobby. Strong. Bob was a better rebounder. Uh, better, better shot blocker, better uh, range, had more range really than Tatum. Um, but Brown, Tatum, Brown, Tatum, Brown, Brown, Brown. Oh, Brown. Brown. Brown is. It's Brown versus McAdoo. Oh, no, no. McAdoo. McAdoo you pick McAdoo? There. Yeah. All right, let's do that one over. We'll make it quick. Okay. Sorry, right, Bob McAdoo or Jalen Brown? Uh, McAdoo. McAdoo was a Hall of Famer. And he was an MVP. And a champion. Twice. Twice. Two-time champions, yeah. Now, right. if you ask me the questions, you don't need to answer it for me. No, I know, that's but no I like ma- the That's normally how that, that's know, normally how like that works. I like the back and forth. Okay, so that's normally how it works. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bernard King or Julius Randle? Bernard King. Better score. Michael Cooper or Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Um, a little bit um, probably guarded more, more guys. Because you you had him, you give him that look, but they had him one time. They had Marcus Smart, Porzingis, Porzingis. yeah, it was yes. Porzingis. <laughs> so Coop was a little bit too too light in the ass yeah, for yeah. some of those other guys yeah. to guard. Paul Pierce or Paul George? Mm. Paul Pierce, uh, more durability. KG or Bill Russell? Ooh. That's, that's a one. Bill Russell, you can't you can't, can't go against ever. can't go against Bill Russell because the number of championships he's won. Isaiah Thomas, the real, the, you know, your Isaiah Thomas, your age, okay, versus SGA. That's a t- different, 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 different player, but um, SGA is still just. He, I might give it to him because he's just on the cusp of mm-hmm. learning how to really play. And averaging like 30 points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, Hakeem or Kareem? Ooh, That's a tough one for you. Not really. Uh, Hakeem because I, I, think he's the most, I, I think he's the greatest underrated player this league has ever had. Better than because, Jordan? It's better than Jordan. Yeah. And Jordan, Jordan's a great player, there's no doubt. But Better if, than LeBron? Yeah. I mean, he's better than all these. I just said he's better than all these guys because what he's done, better than anybody else, he's controlled more of the game than anybody else. Yeah. Kareem Kareem was your favorite player, though. Kareem was my favorite player, but Elijah Wan controlled the offensive end and the defensive end. Was he a good teammate? Yeah, he was a great teammate. We got to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, We're almost done. LeBron James or Wilt Chamberlain? Well, yeah, well, because we'll change the game. Yeah, and, and then if you want to so say, strong. then there's only two people in my opinion who's changed the game. We'll change the game is Steph Curry. Yeah, two people change the game. The yep. way it's the way it's seen. I was looking at a stat sheet uh, from 1984, 
and the championship game. I wanted to, matter of fact, I might try to bring that to short the step, but it's a stat that gave us this what, big you bowl. Have, like three threes or something? No, <laughs> there was four, but both teams. Oh, you uh, that dish. Both, both teams attempted five threes for the entire game. Can you that was, imagine? That was a championship game. And, and a great five, game. And great game, but five threes were attempted. That's crazy. And and the Celtics created that shit. I think they had two. And, Coop hit one, yeah. didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan or Kevin Durant? Uh, it's hard to go against the logo. Can't go against the logo. Jordan, the logo? You don't call Jerry West the logo? The logo for Nike. All right, I got you. You walk in. <laughs> Everybody wears Nikes, whatever it is. Last one. I have ponies on. Okay, last that's, that's one. Clyde. Last one. Yeah, what was your sneaker? That was a uh, pony. You were a pony. That's why I wore them today. That doesn't even look like a pony. That's a pony now. Yes, him. Yep, it is. Yep. See no, the back? That's not a pony, Nick. What is it, a puma? A puma. Oh. <laughs> I don't like sneakers, <laughs> folks. Here's the last one. Uh, Kevin McHale or Tim Duncan? Be careful. Mm-hmm. Don't say Timmy. Yeah, Timmy. I knew he would. If I didn't say don't say Timmy, you might have said McHale. Yeah, I know. You take no. Timmy over Kevin? How many championships Timmy won? One more than Kevin. One. Uh, one more than Kevin? Yeah, I four. Thought, I, I thought he had five. Timmy Duncan has four. The Spurs I, had four, I, four I, championships. I don't know. I thought. Look at, look I thought, what, look at what the numbers I, man is doing right I, there. You I know he's Googling I it. I don't know if he did or not, but, but you still look at him as – the, everybody said the standard bearer for you know the power for of all time, and there's no offense I played Kevin, but I think we're getting the, your numbers guy said he has five. He has five. Oh wow, he has five. Oh, so wow. that's he's there with with Magic. Oh, and so that Kobe. Change, does that change your Kobe mind? Kobe or Jordan? Um, Jordan. Still can't go against the local. Last one, Larry Bird or Jason Tatum. Bird. I got this totally wrong. Why? I thought you were going to say Tatum. Whoa, wait a minute. Tatum won a championship, yeah? Take that the title out of it. You can't take the title out, Nick. So, okay, this, if Tatum wins a title. Right. What about you? Cannot, if Tatum wins a title this year, If is your aunt Tatum? had a wee-wee, she'd be your uncle. That's, <laughs> not that, that, today. That doesn't, work out, that doesn't work out like that. It doesn't work out wait like that. Wait a minute that. now. If Tatum wins a title this if year. If he wins a championship, but he hasn't won one yet. So we got to come back to this you next year. You come back next year, and you ask me that. Fair enough. He's Cedric Maxwell. I'm Nick Gelso. The History Channel on CLNS. And check out Factor Meals. Factormeals.com slash Boomer Takes 50. You get 50% off. And Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS. He looks like he's falling asleep. I'm putting him to sleep. So we got to get him to the barbershop. He's out. He's out. We're out of here, Max. Thanks, buddy. NBA History Channel is powered by Prize Picks the exclusive daily fantasy partner of the CLNS Media Network.